0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Two Scaredy Cats podcast, where we talk about all things strange, unusual, and paranormal. We're your hostess with the mostess, um, Stacy, and unfortunately Kara's not with us this week. She was out of town last week, and she's in Washington, D.C. this week, so she's get, uh, doing a con there and taking photos, so... It's just going to be me this week. Sorry. Um, I would like to give a shout out to our friends in the Netherlands who uh, have been listening to this podcast for a while now. We appreciate you and we hope you are enjoying it. And if you guys have any type of um, cryptid or strange or unusual things that you would love for us to talk about from your home country in the Netherlands, let us know. Reach out to us. We would definitely love to hear from you. So what's been going on? Not much around here. Uh, We had to go to Dayton last week for um, Sam's track and field. They had a meet, so we had to go do that. And other than that, not much has been going on. The Super Bowl was on Sunday. You know, it was the Super Bowl. That's all I got to say. The commercials, you know, the only reason why I was watching it was for the commercials. I know some of you don't care about any of that, but Uh, There were two commercials, though, that I thought were kind of funny and stood out to me. The first one was the one with J-Lo and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, Uh, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. I thought that one was kind of funny and the whole thing about uh, Ben wanting to be... on the record, a record with J or a song with Lo, And the other commercial that I thought was really funny was the T-Mobile commercial with um, the two guys from Scrubs and Jason Momoa. I thought that was a really good commercial. But other than that, the commercials were pretty lame this year. They weren't as good as they usually. I don't know how you all felt about that, but that's just the way that I felt. So let's go ahead and get started this week. This week, we're going to be talking about some of the monsters and mythical creatures that um, are hanging out in the Appalachian area. There's some really strange and unique things that happen in the Appalachian, um, area, which is an area that take, uh, takes up 13 states, It runs from uh, the southern part of New York all the way down to the northern part of Georgia. The only state that is fully um, covered, the whole state is in the Appalachia uh, region, is West Virginia. All the other states that are, um, all the other 12 states have a little bit of their state that is covered by the Appalachia mountains and um, stuff. So let's go ahead and get started today on... um, what we're going to cover today. I'm gonna basically going to be telling you about some of the um, folklore and some of the stories that might not be as well known as some of the other more f- famous ones like the Flatwoods Monster. You got Mothman that's coming out of that area. You've got the Hopkinsville um, alien thing that happened. Just a lot of strange stuff happens in that area and we don't know why. And we don't know for what reason, but there are a lot of cryptids in that area. You've got a lot of really weird things going on. So we're going to start off with the god Pan. And he was a Greek god. In Greek mythology, Pan uh, ruled over the domain of the wild. His name originates from the old Arcadian word for rustic. He was born with hooves, shaggy legs, and a furry tail and horns. So basically, he was a part goat. He almost always was known for playing uh, a sweet tune on his reed pipes. Now, the story goes of how um, he got the reed pipes is that he was always chasing nymphs. And um, one of the nymphs that he had ensnared in his trap or whatever, ended up he ended up turning into the reed pipes that he uses. Um, But that's just an old, you know, folktale that I came across while doing some research on him. He was said to have been raised by nymphs or the spirits of nature and his life force is said to be attached to trees, rivers, and plants. And that's why they say whenever you're in Appalachia and you're out in the forest and that, that you should respect um, the forest and the rivers and lakes and not try and pollute them in that because then you're going to upset Pan. And he will come and um, play a tune on his little pipes and take care of you or add you to his his collection of people. There w- are some stories, actually, that I came across of a person on the internet talked about how her grandmother talked about Pan, actually. She was from a place called the German Valley in Virginia. And she talks about the North Mountain Rocks, which are also in Virginia. And that is where Pan was said to have lived or where he would like to lure people to. But anyway, I'll explain that in the story here. So there was a story that um, her grandmother told her about the rocks and this creature that was known as the Goatman um that they referred to as a goat man but was basically pan so her grandma told us this tale of a goat man who was said to live up on these rock cliffs And he would live in the caves and stuff that ran through there. And she said that this goat man would try and lure children up to the rocks by humming a song of enchantment. Children would hear this beautiful music sometimes, but only they could hear it. The adults really couldn't hear it too much. And they would follow the music and the music would lead them up to these cliffs. And when they got to the cliffs, it is said that the goat man would shove them off. Now, the grandmother said that he had the lower body of a goat but walked upright like a man and he had curly horns on his head and it was known throughout um, Appalachia that if you heard this music, you were not supposed to follow it. And if you ever saw this creature, that he was someone that you did not trifle with. He was kind of like a trickster and he would like to trick the children. And his name was Old Fawn, which is another name for Pan. So her grandmother said that when she was a little girl, she had actually heard the music being played by the Goat Man, And she said it sounded really pretty and very enthralling and it made her her one to follow it. But she immediately realized from the stories that her mother had told her that she should not. And so, because she knew who was going to be you know, where the music ended and she did not want to have him shove her over the edge of the cliff. So she put her hands on her ears so she couldn't hear it anymore. And then the music stopped and she didn't she didn't have to hear it. So um, she said at that point when she ran home and told her mom what was going on, her mom brought in all the other kids in her family, her brothers and sisters, and they stayed in the rest of the night. They weren't allowed to play outside or roam around or whatever. And the family dog, which was basically not afraid of anything. I mean, they live in Appalachia. And there's lots of, you know, bears and wolves and all that kind of stuff. So the dog really wasn't afraid much of anything. And the dog laid outside their front door and whined most of the night. So whatever was out there had scared the dog. Now, the grandmother said that once you were under the spell of the goat man, the only way that you could get away from him was to call him out by name and to tell him to his face to leave me alone, old fawn. Now, upon hearing that as said, that the goadman would run screaming into a cave in the cliffs and he would leave you alone. Now, this is, you know how that is this is like a tale or a folklore or a legend that has been passed down from generation to generation and sometimes you know how these things go but she really believes that she had heard the music of you know pan or whatever now so that's basically the story of pan there's also some other creatures that you can find in the appalachian mountains and one of those is a yahoo now a yahoo is a bigfoot type creature And this mysterious ape-like creature can be found in the Appalachian Mountains. And his name came from the sound that it would make. They said it sounded like a loud, wailing sound that mimics the word Yahoo. So it echoes off the surrounding hillsides and mountains. And it sounds really creepy. This creature is said to be like a brown, hairy ape. And he stands anywhere from six feet to eight feet tall. Now, the Yahoo is known to be a very aggressive and territorial type creature, unlike Bigfoot, who usually isn't too aggressive with people or um, too territorial. People are said that they should use extreme caution uh, when they try to approach him because he does not like being ambushed by people. Now, another interesting creature that can be found in the Appalachian area is a creature called the Virginia Devil Monkey. Now, this creature comes from the deep recesses of the Southwest um, in Virginia. He's a wild, part wolf, part monkey creature that will attack vehicles in the area or people. So I have several stories here from people that have actually seen this creature. Our first story comes from the year 1994, and there was a construction detour that had forced a woman from Ohio down a dark two-lane road early in the morning one day. Now, as she's driving down the road, a horrifying monster suddenly leaps out at her in front of her car. And, of course, she panicked. Now, I don't know about you, but if some weird monkey-looking creature leaps out at me in my car while I'm driving down the road, I'm going to be pretty terrified. And I'm honestly surprised she didn't end up wrecking. She said this beast was all black with short, sleek fur and very pointy ears. Now, in some of the other stories that I've come across about him they say that this creature also has a tendency to have has three toed feet with sharp talons and a thick tail is known for its incredible strength and agility and can move quickly through the trees they say and over rugged terrain because I guess you know it's like a monkey so obviously it's going to take to the trees mostly. In fact, that's what they say. This creature will hide in the trees and then will pounce or jump down um, on people while they're driving or walking in this, in Virginia there. The torso of this creature is like that of a skinny man, yet the rear legs were like that of a dog or a wolf. And once the lady was terrified by this creature and it, you know, made her stop the car the creature left her without any further harm so all she did was have the crap scared out of her there's another story of uh in 1959 about about a family that was driving to saltville virginia when a vicious creature charged their vehicle the strange beast continued to try and attack their car and it ended up leaving a deep scratch across the door before it took off Now, there was also another story about this creature. Apparently, it just really does not like cars. And, you know, it's kind of the same thing. There was a car, it was a couple years after the family that got attacked in 1959. Um, Somebody was driving their car along the road when um, up from the tree line, they said this monkey wolf. Creature thing came, you know, fell from the trees and started attacking their vehicle, but they also got out okay. So apparently, this, the Virginia Devil Monkey, does not like cars for whatever reason. So when you're driving through Virginia, be on the lookout, make sure you look up in the trees and that for the Devil Monkey. There's also these creatures that are called the Moon Eyed People. Now, the Moon Eyed People are a legendary group of people that had blue eyes and white skin and a short. And they had short beards and they were said to live in caves and tunnels um, all throughout Appalachia. Um, They have appeared in several different stories from several different states. They would go out at night to hunt and collect food. And during the day, they were said to protect the caves and the tunnels and ruins and stuff. The Moon-Eyed people are said to have built some ancient structures. One of them is in Fort Mountain, Georgia. It is an 850-foot-long zigzagging structure of a stone wall that is 12 feet thick and three to six feet tall most of them are gone but some people believe that these creatures still live deep down in the tunnels now it's said that um, these creatures were nocturnal and that they were not blind but they really just couldn't see very well during the daylight time so that's why they only came out at night to hunt and look for food and stuff I don't know if anybody's ever been to the um, Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg. That area, there is a lot of uh, crazy stuff that goes on there. We've covered this before um, on our podcast here. We've talked about how there was a missing 411 that happened um, in the Smoky Mountains. A little boy that went missing and they don't know where he was and then you know it was crazy uh but there's also a lot of strange things that happen in and around the smoky mountains too at night time sometimes you'll see strange lights and stuff and that's true there was another story that we covered in one of our episodes about the brown mountain lights that's in georgia you can find that um that's in our uh you can find that in our old episodes but in uh the smoky mountains i don't know if you've ever been there at night but i can attest to how spooky it is there we've stayed in several cabins, you know, off the beaten path and at nighttime when it's dark and you're just sitting there and, you know, there's not a lot of lights around you and stuff and you just we would sit out on our deck in that and you would hear noises. Now, a lot of those noises are from the animals that live in that region. I mean, there's bears there, obviously, which you have to be really careful if you're trying to go around at night in the um on the Appalachian Trail or in the Smoky Mountain area, there are tons of black bears that that are there and they will attack you, you know, if provoked, or if they feel like you're, uh, encroaching on their territory and that, or if you're near their cubs and stuff. And I, you know, I've heard weird noises around our cabin, but like I said, that was probably just bears or raccoons, but it is creepy if you go by yourself onto a trail and there's nobody else around. And all of a sudden, you know, it's noisy and you can hear squirrels running around, birds chirping and, you know, insects making weird noises and everything just stops. It makes you wonder what's nearby because naturally animals are, you know, known when there's a bigger predator around them and they will stop making noise so they cannot be seen or heard by said predators. And the same thing goes for when you're, you know, hiking in the woods in the Appalachia. It's said that if you ever hear any whispering or if you hear noises in the trees that you should not look up, you should not react to anything you hear, you know, walk out of the area slowly, do not run because even if it is a, a creature that real or something mythical or mystical, you shouldn't run because that just makes you pray to them. There's also been talk of a Black Panther that has been seen all over the Appalachian area and this Black Panther. Some people believe it's a werepanther. I don't know if you're familiar with what a werepanther is. It's like a shape-shifting um, type creature that's basically like a werewolf except it's a panther. So originally it would start out as a human and then during like a full moon or something like that it will switch to a panther and it will go out and stalk people or animals. But there's all kinds of stories about people seeing the Black black panthers in Virginia and in the forest in Kentucky and that. And normally in those types of areas, there is not, they don't have any black cats. They have cougars and they have mountain lions, but no panthers. So people think that it's uh, one of these panthers. So keep your eyes open out there, people. If you happen to be hanging out in the Appalachian area, there's a lot of high strangeness and weird stuff that goes on out there. And in general, in those in that area in particular, just you should just be careful because make sure you're on public trail and not somebody's private property. Because a lot of people out there do not like when you come on their private property. There are a lot of people that have A lot of moonshiners out there that have their stills and stuff set out in the woods and that. And if you come upon it, they're not going to be very happy with you. There's a lot of other illegal activities that go on out there. So just be mindful of where you're traveling and what you're doing. Also, be careful when you do go into the woods that um, if you're following a trail to download your map before you um, start off. Uh, Karen and I had that problem one time when we were um, in uh, Ohio In one of the parks there, in a very secluded area, and we were um, taking a trail, and uh, we got there fine. Our GPS worked to get there, but once we got to the location, we lost our cell signal, and we couldn't find our way back out of there. And we ended up getting lost on our way. We made it out of the park, okay, but to get back to the, it was far off from the expressway and we took a wrong turn and we ended up on this 5 mile back country road in the hills and the only thing on there was Amish it was a whole Amish community like up on this hill and it was kind of like really scary and i don't know it was just really weird and i we had been watching some documentaries and that about you know the Amish people and you know some of the stuff that goes on in those communities and some of the stuff that they believe in so we were a little spooked when we you know, didn't know where we were, you know, we were in a rental car and I was having trouble. These hills were very steep hills. They were not roads. It started off as a normal road, but it eventually got to gravel and it was like gravel for like, I want to say at least a good three miles. And the car I was in was not the best car to have taken on a a gravel road that went mostly uphill. So we were, it was in a very hilly part of, um, Ohio where we were. And it was very hard for my, my tires kept spinning out, you know, and I was trying to get out of there as fast as I could, but you could only go so fast on gravel. We were obviously scared and you could tell they weren't happy with us being there. They, you know, they were all outside doing stuff at the time. It was a warmer day and it looked like they were hanging laundry and that we could see them all out there hanging laundry. Some of them were doing field work and stuff, but it was still, you know, very weird and very odd. But make sure, like I said, if you ever go into the woods, make sure you download um, a map so if you get lost and you can't connect with GPS or a cell tower, you can at least know where you're going so you don't end up as a missing person, which happens a lot in in that area, in the Appalachians. So like I was saying, you know, just be mindful of your surroundings when you are hiking. And that's true for anywhere you're hiking, but especially in the Appalachia, They always say, you know, if like I said, if you hear voices, if you hear somebody saying your name, don't respond to it. Ignore it. Just keep walking, pretending like you didn't hear it because it's usually never anything good. And I think that's everything uh, we have today about the Appalachian area. There's a lot more we could get into and don't get me wrong. You've got the Mothman that we've talked about before that is from that area. We've got the Hopkinsville um, alien the little green-eyed men with that story is actually in Appalachia. There are a lot of stories and a lot of cryptids that are in the Appalachia area and it makes you wonder why is this area such a hotbed for cryptids and mysterious happenings and people missing and all that? What's so special about this area or what's going on in that area that all these things seem to be attracted to it? I don't know. Well probably I mean we don't know right now but hopefully one day somebody will figure out why all these weird and strange occurrences. All happen in this particular area. As I said, this is only just scratching the surface of all the things that happen and occur in the Appalachia area in the mountains. So just be careful, people, when you're out there in those particular areas and keep your eyes and ears open. You never know what you're gonna see. It's just like I said, a hotbed for weird stuff to happen. And also if you are, you know, hiking traveling in those areas remember if you hear anything in the trees don't look up if you hear anybody saying your name or whispering your name or if you hear people talking in the woods and you know you're the only one in the wood don't respond whatsoever and don't ever run from anything you should walk away slowly because all you're going to do is make it think that you're prey and it will come after you So if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, we encourage you to check out the rest of our podcast and all the other episodes that we have. We have tons of other stories that are related to the Appalachian and some of the stories that are out of there. We covered the Mothman, we've covered um, Men in Black, which is related to the Mothman. We've talked about the Hopkinsville alien story. We've talked a bunch of other cryptids and stuff that are relate or that can be found in that area. So check it out. A lot of uh, interesting things going on out there. Also, you should check out uh, a pod. Not a podcast, but it's a show on Amazon Prime called Hell Year, and they cover um, some of the things that we've talked about before. Talk about Mothman and some of the strange things that are going on in that area down in Kentucky. And they talk about, they cover Pan a little bit more if you're interested to learn more about the god Pan and what's going on down in the in Appalachia, down in Kentucky and Virginia there. Um, Be sure to check it out. It's called Hell Year. You can find it on Amazon Prime. They have two seasons. There's supposed to be a a third season coming out in the near future. So, all right. So that's all I have for today. Hopefully you've enjoyed the show and what I have. Make sure to... If you like the show today, make sure you uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's a great way for our show to get discovered, uh, by the internet gods, you know, um, and all that good stuff. Also, if you want to reach out to us, we would love to hear from you about any stories you might have about ghosts or cryptids or something strange that might have happened to you if you've been um, in the Appalachian area or the Smoky Mountains or wherever. Um, you can reach us on our Instagram page at 2 Podcast, or you can reach us um, by email at 2ScarityCatsPodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, we'd love to hear from you. Um, So to all our scaredy cats and kittens, remember, curiosity didn't kill these two scaredy cats.